Hi, my name is Peter Knight and I want to welcome you to this podcast on a better approach to getting better. I'm going to talk about something that seems so logical to driven athletes, yet can be a source of tremendous anxiety. It can stop them from working towards big outcomes and facing the challenges that present themselves. If breakthroughs are the combination of preparedness and opportunity, then the one part of that equation that is controllable is preparedness. I guess there's not much luck involved in lucky breaks after all. Often, those who do achieve those so-called lucky breaks modestly say their achievements were due to luck. Not true. We read so much about talented people having to train for thousands of hours before they achieve a high level of expertise. Yet there are those of us who expect to perform exceptionally at first attempt or with little effort. Casinos make multi-billions every year promoting this ideal. In his book Creativity, Mihaly Csikszentmihalyi talks about creativity as being born from experience. We often think of creativity as something that appears from the ether. Creative ideas come from strands of experience we draw from all of our knowledge and learnings across different spheres. We draw from all our experience, little bits here, little bits there, and come up with something that's fairly unique. The key is that creative ideas are based on pieces drawn from broad experience. The need for experience is also especially true in coaching, which is why the best coaches usually have a minimum of 10 or 15 years experience. Alpha, who has never won a tournament before or even finished in the top 10. Imagine you have as your goal to win a tournament in the next three months. Because you have no experience of winning to draw from, you can create enormous anxiety. As you work into that six-month period and play a number of events without winning, then that anxiety is only likely to increase. As the anxiety builds, sometimes players give up on their goal altogether. This results in loss of motivation to practice as well as compete, and the game actually gets worse instead of getting better. When goals are set purely around the achievement of outcomes such as winning a tournament, getting straight A's in school or nailing a major work project which you're attempting for the first time, the goal is initially exciting. You can dream of the accolades you might receive from being a tournament winner, getting great exam marks or glowing compliments from your boss and co-workers. Usually these dreams fade with the reality that hits once the work actually begins. The self-talk which normally accompanies this includes things like I should, I have to, I must. This type of self-talk presupposes the idea of not being able to do something. I should do this, but I'm not sure whether I can. I should do this, but I don't really want to. Phrases beginning with these words also presume there's an obligation to someone else to whom these actions should be carried out. For example, I have to do this or I'll be letting someone down. I must do this or someone will think worse of me. It's like the goal no longer really belongs to the person who has to carry out the actions in the first place. I've seen countless people in this situation and a lot of them develop stubbornness, which they mistake for resilience. If there's no progress, people in this situation are often reluctant to ask for help, the very thing they need. They'd prefer to do it on their own, as it is their goal, 
and their responsibility to ensure its achievement. If you're listening to this and you've been in the situation I've described, then you might also be re-experiencing the feelings that go with that. If you broke through and achieved your goal, then congratulations. You deserve to experience the fulfilment which goes with that. If you also have the experience of not achieving those goals and living the doubts and anxiety that go with that, then you probably understand that it's best for, look for another way to go about this. We're a challenge-seeking being and don't really experience personal growth, increased fitness, work promotions, good marks at school or improved golf scores without doing things that require us to step outside our comfort zones. We need to face these challenges. So how about we consider a better way of moving forwards? There is a better way. That way is to focus on getting better at what you are doing rather than focusing on the major outcome. The reality is that if you do follow the continual improvement mindset, then you're much more likely to achieve your goals and outcomes anyway. Tony Robbins calls this Can I, which stands for constant and never-ending improvement. It's a mantra that the most successful people in history, well before Tony Robbins, have followed and the mantra that our future achievers will also live by. I love learning and there's nothing more than going to seminars and either picking up new information or different ways to do what I already know. There's no pressure in attending a seminar as the objective of attending is to take notes and to learn. In other words, to get better, especially when I implement the new information into my coaching. In a seminar, if there's information I don't understand, there's always the option of asking questions of the speaker and discussing the new information with other coaches. The discussion with other coaches enriches the experience because we usually talk about different ways of applying the information as well as the bonus that comes from conversations that head off on different tangents. Have you had the experience of coming across new ideas and approaches and thought, if I'd applied that new information to the situation I was in last week, the outcome would have been so different. What you are likely to do is mentally replay that same situation but act it out with a better outcome. The mindset of getting better means you are also more likely to ask for help and feedback. Most people love being able to help others. So if you do ask for help, you're likely to receive it, resulting in you learning something and contributing to that other person feeling good about helping you. What a nice result that is. If you're a coach, a parent or peer, then you can foster the getting better mindset by focusing on the actions of your student, sibling or friend and encouraging the development of skills that will lead to them getting better. Allow them to make mistakes without judgment or criticism. Encourage and compliment them on the work that they're doing to achieve these outcomes. The mindset of getting better emphasizes learning, development and improvement. You still need to step outside your comfort zone. You still need to display resilience when you are facing challenging times. You still need to display persistence in order to keep moving forward. But you can do so without the added pressure of feeling like you have to do something. Never stop taking those steps forward regardless of whether they're small or big. If you'd like to listen to more ways of developing your mindset skills, then go to iongolfmind.com.au. Thanks for listening.